This is a Rooster Teeth production. Hello, Hello. and welcome to the OT3 podcast. What is berries and cream? What does it have to do with a snail? Not much, but we're going to talk about trendy TikToks going on right now. Uh, I am one of your hosts, Steffi. I uh, spend way too much time on TikTok. It is literally my life right now. Who else is here? Hi, it's Sarah. And I do a lot. I I spend too much time on TikTok, too. And I just consistently save different books and and fan fiction I should read. And then I never go back and look at my list. So... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Who else is here? It is me. I'm Ashley. Um, I do not TikTok as much as Steffi and Sarah, but when I do, I always find music that I love and I always end up like making like Spotify playlists. And I'm like, why are there so many good songs on here? So, oh yeah, it's my like, jam. TikTok is definitely influencing the music industry. But before we continue, uh, one quick shout out to Zook. Carrion or Zuzu on Twitter, who gave us a nice, lovely shout out. Uh, and if you want a shout out, you can leave a review on iTunes or Audible, or you can tweet at us or post on any of our social medias, really. We're everywhere, OT3 Podcast. Um, and with, with that, let's jump right into it. Um, what is TikTok? It is an app. Uh, it's a video sharing app. Uh, normally it was about 15 seconds, uh, but has expanded beyond that. It used to be musically, so a lot of lip syncing and things like that. It has definitely involved. There's been a lot of drama. The president tried to shut it down for a while. Uh, that's thrown out the window. <laughs> uh, but we're, we're, we're here to talk more about the current trends and what's going on. The whole joke with uh, TikTok is that what side of TikTok are you on? Um, and let's start off with that. What side of TikTok is everyone on right now? Because it also changes with the season. I personally am on Book Talk, but I'm also always on Ace Talk, which is mm-hmm. like a whole subset of Gay Talk. Um, <laughs> but that's usually where I live. And then I follow that one girl who's a porn star who constantly makes really funny contact content about her and her daughter. Which, if you if you know TikTok, you know who I'm talking about. I think her name's Haw- Hawkeye. Ashley? So, with it being Halloween, I've been kind of on witch talk a lot lately. Been kind of trying to get in the spirit, you know. I always, like, every once in a while, I'm like, ooh, like, what, what cycle of the moon is it now? And, like, <laughs> what kind of, like... I want to learn about like rocks and things like that. So bear with me, but that's kind of what I've been on. Rock talk is wonderful and I love it. I do like rock talk. Uh, Currently though, I am on autumn TikTok. So lots of very aesthetic posts um, and a lot of buy talk. So lots, lots of uh, accidental thirst traps that I end up on on buy talk. Ooh. The thirst traps are like I I stumble upon them every once in a while. Like it's not my whole feed, but like there's a certain audio that people in cosplay are doing where they do like a little bit of a bounce, and uh-huh. it's just like good good soup. That <laughs> I can admire. Soup. I could admire some good shit. Thirst trap is a video that starts off normal but ends up sexy at the end. Good soup is from Marriage Story with starring Adam Driver and and Daniel Radcliffe. Really? That's who he's talking to, I thought, wasn't it? Uh, I have no idea. I might I just be talking about the wrong movie. I, all I know, it's Adam Driver in it, and he goes, good soup. Good and soup. people have been using that to say, like, 
good thing or something like that. But those are not the trends we're talking about. Um, let's see. Does anyone want to go first or should I just go ahead and jump in? I think you should jump in, Steffi. Yes. All right. All right. Are you guys ready for <laughs> the little lad who loved berries and cream? Oh, God. <laughs> Wait, pause. Uh, it was the movie called What If is the one with Dan Radcliffe and Adam Driver. Uh, My bad. But continue. <laughs> Give us the little lad. Give us the backstory of the little lad. Okay, so back in 2007, if you were alive and had TV, you were most likely punched in the face by a Starburst commercial constantly. And in it, a person is in like this weird green period piece suit of some sort. Like it reminds me of like a star child from like Victorian times. They make me think of Piper who piped a little pip of peppers. Like when you hear that rhyme, Whatever you imagine is who this person is. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So yeah, it, uh, the person in this commercial goes by they, them. Um, and they go, I'm a little lad who loves berries and creams. And they do a little dance. Uh, it became, a, I don't know if it hits the word. It went viral for what you could do viral in 2007. 2007 viral, very different from 2021 viral. Completely That's a whole episode different. of itself. Like, uh, mm-hmm. But it got pretty popular that Starburst actually released an extended version of the Berries and Cream song. And uh, the actor, uh, boop, 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 boop. where the hell is the actor's name? Whatever. The actor, <laughs> Jack Fervor, um, shows you how to do the dance. Um, and there were some remixes. It had its own little viral fame back then. But then it died off like most memes. Fast forward to 2021, and there is a man named Justin McElroy. Oh, I know. I forgot. I think I pronounced McElroy. That's how they like to pronounce it. Uh, So um, if you don't know Justin, uh, he is the villain of the internet, in my opinion. Uh (laughs) Okay. As somebody who religiously listens to my brother, my brother and me is you. So I am very confused. He's Stephanie. actually my favorite brother. <laughs> there it is. And that's why it's the villain. Yeah. Justin uh, McElroy is one of the brothers in My Brother, My Brother, and I. Uh, I me, me? Oh, my God. Been my Brother, My Brother, brother, brother and, and me. me. I don't know why. I am so fucking tongue-tied today. It's Deep breath. Okay, real quick, real quick. Deep breath, everybody. Pink breath. No. <sighs> my brother. We my all brother. needed that. Yeah, we did. It's been a day. Uh, been anyways, a day. Um, so... Uh, He's known for, he used to be a journalist, a video game journalist. He has a few successful podcasts. Like I said, My Brother and My Brother and Me. It's one of my favorite ones that I listen to on a weekly basis. And he has a TikTok. Um, and he just happened to post the extended version of Berries and Cream on TikTok saying, uh, hey, where is it? Where is it? Oh, my God. He, it was, uh, I remember he... He, he put wrote, it on TikTok and then he made a tweet after the fact. Yeah, he wrote, please make great art with this sound. It's what we all need. And it didn't immediately take off. A few people like duetted it and made some voiceovers. But out of freaking nowhere, it just blew up. People were doing the dances. People were making remixes. People were telling stories using the Barry Creams thing, but like kind of like 
ironically like dancing happily telling these like awful stories of things that happened to them and it's just it didn't matter what side of tiktok you were on you somehow ended up with the berries and cream tiktok <laughs> like it, it was everywhere justin's tiktok now has over 9 million views and that does not include the people who have re-uploaded the sound the remixes the remixes are so good it's stupid and it's so <laughs> catchy that's the thing it's Berries and cream, berries and cream. I'm a little lad who loves berries and cream. And then it just keeps going. And it's just like, I forgot about it, Steffi. I got off of berries and cream TikTok and you've re-brought it out in this entire conversation. My whole brain just berries and cream. Berries <laughs> yeah, and cream, no, berries and cream. I was researching it and I, I just had that stuck in my head all night last night. Just going, berries and cream. I'm a little lad who likes berries and cream. Uh, <laughs> but uh, let's have some updates. So Jack Ferber, the person who uh, is the little lad, um, used to say that they hated the character or that's what the rumor was. And then all of a sudden people were on this person's Instagram was like, hey, have you seen these memes? Have you seen these memes? Uh, so they went on TikTok. They're now verified. And now they do TikToks as this character. And oh they're so freaking wild. Not Dude, did you see the photo shoot they did with paper? No, I have not. It's incredible. It's like a fashion magazine from Europe and like, they just decked him, decked them out in a bunch of different outfits and like funny poses with the the wig. And there's like a couple Page TikToks. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll look those up after this. But yeah, I, I highly, I highly recommend checking out their TikTok. It's uh, at the real little lad, <laughs> and it's just it's surreal and weird because, like I said, they're doing this character. And the last one I watched was it was so silly of them dancing back and forth and them going. No one's asked if I'm okay. And that's the whole TikTok. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, as, to, as for Justin McElroy, he has not been punished for his crimes. As far as I'm aware, he's still out there free and not jailed at the time. So, uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, that's, that's, that's berries and cream. That's basically what it is. I, I had this thought when you were like, so, you know, in 2007, this like kind of went viral. And then it was like, you know, fast forward to 2001, like oh, 2021, sorry. And I'm over here going like, we were ready. We were finally ready for it. <laughs> like <laughs> the world was suddenly per like it, it was like the perfect storm. Well, it was time. Well, it it was here's, time. There's a bunch of conversations. I don't know, Stephanie, if you plan on touch on this, where people are saying that what TikTok is currently is just a version of what the internet was rehashed. So mm -hmm. similar memes are coming up again, similar discussions, similar like debates. Like a while ago, there's, uh, for those, we we talked about this on uh, an episode in the past or special RTX episode, the bone girl and how she mm -hmm. had bones. And it was con it was like, there was a big controversy about the, Tumblr the bones mm -hmm. were ethically sourced and whatnot. There was bone there was bone discourse on TikTok three months ago. And it's like, how are we here having the same conversations about ethically sourced spines? Because <laughs> if you have human spines on your wall, clearly we gotta talk about it. And it's probably not okay. But they're just like, yeah, he has spines. And you're like, fuck? The yeah, fuck? The, the ongoing joke is that TikTok today is 2012 Tumblr. It's and true. It, 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 it feels it really like is. it, yeah. But 
because there's another meme that we're going to discuss later called the immortal snail and it's just a rehash of an old meme like it's just repopularized it's and wild that being said tiktok does create new things yes it's new uh, versions but there's also avalanches of old stuff that happen like berries and cream how like one chaotic man from my brother and my brother and me decided to put an old commercial and now this like model dancer actor now has a whole new career all over again based on this character like he got blasted back like a decade he was like oh they were like oh my god i gotta like actually like can you yeah. imagine can I you mean, imagine what they went no. through with they here's like, i have okay. to go back to that look they have to go back to that look but also like it could have revamped their entire career because it's true. like it I hadn't heard about this guy in a bit. They are doing photo shoots over off in this corner. So it's just like shit can like revamp and bring shit back up in a good way as well as bad ways. Yeah. Like we were saying earlier, TikTok is definitely shaping the music industry. All my songs uh, that I've added in the last year have been mostly from TikTok. I'm finally independent artists. I'm like, Popular artists mm-hmm. I never thought about listening. Um, it is like people who have small businesses have had their businesses blow up because of TikTok. It is a powerful tool. It can be used for good and evil, but we're, we're not talking about the evil I, today. I, dude, I evil. love TikTok and its ability to like have natural engagement for something. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's t- terrifyingly angled just for you. And so like, I'm on like publisher TikTok. And so I'm learning all about the publishing business and stuff like that. And it's just like, how else would I find this information? Or it's like when you see advertisements for stuff that is not an ad per se, but somebody talking about something they enjoy and they love, how else was I supposed to know about that? Like, yeah. Okay. You bastards. Stop buying Clinique's black honey lipstick. Mm-hmm. I've been wanting that for ages, but because of TikTok, I can't get it anymore because, because it keeps getting it's, sold out. Why? Why is it getting sold out, Seffi? Because it was the lipstick in Lord of the Rings. Yes. Oh my yes. goodness. <laughs> yes, that is why it keeps getting sold out. Wait, wait, wait explain this to me because I don't know this part. Yet. Okay, oh. so Arwen in Lord of the Rings, uh, for her uh, her makeup, they use lipstick called Black Honey. When you put it on, it actually just kind of enhances your natural color, so it looks a little natural, but like a little nice shimmer. And so uh, people who were already re- obsessed with it if they followed like movie makeup, but somebody had put it on TikTok saying, "Hey, did you know this?" And it's blown up, and now you can't find Black Honey anywhere. Yeah, it's wow. like things like that that it's like been around for forever and now it's popular again. Like similar, like some music. Like mm-hmm. I saw a, a girl who had one of her dads, like he used to be in a rock band in the 80s and he just is like a dad now and she found out about it and she made him blow up on Spotify. <laughs> and it's just like, <laughs> okay, sure. Why you wonder not? when that reunion tour is coming around, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> mm. All right, we, 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 we talked enough about berries and cream. Who wants to go next? I'll go next because I feel like mine's uh, recent and I don't know how much longer it's going to live. Not okay. oh, not that way. Uh, Sarah! I meant oh, more the, the trend. The trend, uh, oh the my trend God. I have come to the table with is uh, noodles, the pug. Um, for those who are unaware, or you probably have seen it by now, it is... It is expanded across the world and it is the bones versus no bones mm-hmm. um from my understanding there is this man who has a, do- a dog and the dog's name is noodle and it is a 13 year old pug and this pug every day like the dog's dad 
goes and picks the bug up to see if he'll stand up. And if the pug stands up, it's a bones day, which means that we will all have a good day. The world is in our favor. We're going to have like good things are going to happen to us. And if it's a no bones day, it means that we just got to stay in bed and not do anything because it's a no bones day. And uh, I would argue that the no bones days are significantly more entertaining to watch because this pug gives zero shit. Like it's like the owner trying to pick him up and he just bloop, and he just it <laughs> flops over <laughs> like straight like a noodle. Like it 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 is the funniest thing. Um, but the thing is, is from that like singular people are calling it a cult because theoretically, that is what it is. Um, is it is uh the internet is basically being like okay. No bones, bones days determine whether or not it's going to be a good day. And we're going to use it to validate other things. Like I saw and like it's people have made shorts about it, about like, oh, well, I call it fake calling into work. I can't go to work. It's songs. Um, I saw one which was an incredible thing, which is a professor emailed all of their students saying, hi, I realize it's a no bones day. So I'm extending the test for another day. And it's just like, oh my God, it's affecting the world. It's affecting the world. Yeah. I think my favorite was, uh, there was this bride who was like on her phone was like, "Mm, okay, thank God. It's a bones day. We're still getting married. I was about to call the whole thing off. It was a no bones day. I saw something similar, Steffi, but it was a bridesmaid and she was holding the phone and it was just on her camera. She goes, I got to find her. I got to find her. Where is she? Where is she? And then she switches it to a bride literally walking up stairs with like photographer and stuff by her and she goes it's a bones day and the bride goes it's a bones day oh and it's like this it, it brings so much joy and it's so simple um i tried to stay off bones tiktok so long uh and then i didn't and i failed and i <laughs> fell deep uh i'm not a, a strict follower of the cult but when it is a bone day i feel it in my soul uh fyi today is a no bones day i saw it this morning the day of recording this the day of Ooh, okay, that uh, makes sense. I will say, um, there was another TikTok, and I, I wish I watched it before this, but uh, basically, somebody works at the Pentagon and was in a meeting with somebody else in the Pentagon, and they had mentioned Bones Day. I was like, ah, eh, it's a Bones Day. Let's go ahead and just move forward with this. And so she made a TikTok. I was like, you guys, it's in the Pentagon now. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, that's the thing, is it's everywhere, and it's just mm-hmm. like, it's. Um, Hank Green kind of talks about it sometimes, which is that online media like TikTok, Twitter, Facebook, those places are places of their own. Like it is not like it's like it's like a country of its own and it has its own rules that you you choose to live by by being there. Um, And it's this online culture. And it's so interesting how in the most recent years that online culture has become so integrated into the physical space. Um, uh, mm. the example of when he talked about like a good example is a no bones, no bones. Like that is being brought up everywhere in my day-to-day life. Like we talk about at work, so on and so forth. In meetings are like, okay, let's stop the meeting. Cause Sarah needs to explain what bones <laughs> I've had no to explain bones no bones, no bones. Yeah. I've had to explain it to several people upper ups and, um, Same. it's so it's a, that's the thing is cause people are like, can you explain this? I don't get it. And then they, they want to know and they're like, okay, weird. Cause usually they're older people and they're like, I don't understand, but okay. But another example of this is um, the Doja Cat song where there is the ding song and you go boom with your wrist, the limp wrist type thing. Um, this is Doja Cat song, right, Steph? You're giving me a look. No, I'm trying to remember the name of the song. Actually, I don't mm-hmm. know. I think there, it's Doja. It, for those who know, it's a, it, there is a ding and then you're there's like a couple ways you do it. Like there's so on so 
some people are saying it's like straight TikTok versus gay TikTok and gay TikTok is a limpress that's very associated with a little fruity. And then the um, other one is more of a like a ding, like a, a trying to hit a bell or something. I don't know. I'm not on straight TikTok, but it was <laughs> a concert, I think at ACL and somebody had recorded the audience to see if they were going to do it and seeing like hundreds of people put their hands up and go boom, like the little limp wrist. It was like, this is that online media transferring to physical space. And it's just really interesting yeah. to watch and see what is picked up and what's not. And like, it's, it's universally accepted. If I say it's a no bones day, Steffi goes, ah, damn, it is a no bones day. And there's no context needed, which is just the best type of thing. <laughs> and today yeah, is it. apparently a no bones day, which we felt, I think. All- <laughs> yeah, yeah, we felt it. We, we were supposed to film this podcast two hours ago. <gasps> Oh man. Okay. No bones. It makes sense. I get All right. it. <laughs> uh, are we ready to move on to Ashley's? Yeah. Go to Ashley's. Sure. Okay. So, um, I got into a deep research pile with just like music and TikTok Cause I was like, I'm really interested in this, but I don't really know a ton about like the actual specifics. Usually what I do is I'll be like, Ooh, stay by like, um, the kid La- Leroy and Justin Bieber. And I'm like, this song fucking so, so good. I'm going, it's too short. I, I need it to be longer. I like put it on repeat so I can listen to it a few times. Cause that's I when I get too. it on my, <laughs> that's when I get it on my system. But like, I don't really go into like the production or like what people did or like just people in general. Um, so I have a few artists that I've kind of just, I thought they had like interesting stories. Um, and we can go through more, but I'll just give you, um, a couple that, like I'll just do two right now and then we can kind of go around again. Mm-hmm. So one of the biggest artists from TikTok, and there are like people can argue this, but I think one of the biggest. And before I get into it, one of the just things like the impact on the music industry has been amazingly huge. Um, this is a place where you don't have to be famous. You just need to be able to put some beats on TikTok, which is something that happened. This has happened. Just putting some beats on TikTok. And the next thing you know, like Jason Derulo is like, hey, can I do a song with you? Mm -hmm. And so while this isn't like something that like makes new artists, it makes them mainstream. Like suddenly you are being talked about on the same level as like producers that have been running the business for like 20 years. It's crazy. And so the guy that I thought was one of the interesting ones that I thought was awesome is this guy named um, Josh 685 with the laxed. And he did the beats for that Jason Derulo song, which is like, you know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. And this kid was like, he was just doing beats on, um, there's a couple like music uh, platforms where you can just like upload things. And he just had a couple songs on, on, um, on TikTok. And this one blew up as of, this is the number I got, like, 2020, um, it had about 54 million posts that people used it in. Jesus. And then it caught the attention of Jason Derulo. Jason Derulo. (laughs) Who then (laughs) made a song that was on the top US billboard, top UK billboard. And I'm like, and it came from TikTok. It came from TikTok. Like we would not have that song if it wasn't for TikTok. Mm -hmm. And the people on TikTok, it's like, like, it's just like the masses, like the masses are like, this shit's good. Mm-hmm. And then it's like suddenly whoom, fame. 
massive womb. And so um, that's one of my, I thought was a really, really fun story. And another one, well, let's do someone big now. Um, so that was somebody that you probably didn't know. And then that's kind of like an interesting, well, Lil Nas, right? Like, mm. yep. King mainstream, um, old town road, like basically made a meme and then just blew up into the mainstream to the point where everybody who was cool wanted to remix that song. Like, can like last year, what were you doing? And then this year you're like on stage with Billy Ray Cyrus. Like, well, yeah, it's just insanity to me. Like that didn't used to happen. And I know there's, there are things like Vine, YouTube also made a bunch of artists mm-hmm. like kind of similar, like got to fame because of like music videos or things like that. But there is something so crazy about TikTok, the way it's just like massive ramp into stardom. And these guys are good. Like Lil Nas is awesome. I really <laughs> love him. Lil Nas actually recently on his TikTok, he posted a video of himself, I think the week before Old Town Road, Road was posted. Mm-hmm. And it was him eating pizza in like an empty apartment. And he was like, gonna make some music. Let's hope it sticks. And like, you could see that he's a little bit downtrodden by life, but he was like trying to make the best, best of it. And it was him being like, I cannot believe this was just like three years ago. He's like this, the difference yeah. of my life between that moment and this moment is insane. Like Little Nas is one of those people that truly you look at and there is no connections. Like people are always like, oh, Billie Eilish came from nothing. No, Billie Eilish's people knew people. Like she didn't come from no one. Like she had some connections. Musicians in the family, yeah, that sort of thing. Where um, Little Nas truly was like one of those came out of nowhere. Little Noss is also really smart of how he did that because he mm-hmm. would make memes himself, but the memes on TikTok are the ones that really, really blew up of people just getting like the Old Town Road song and putting it over of a horse where it shouldn't be or something. And those are freaking funny. And they just- It's good. Wild, yeah. And then all of his it's songs are good. It's a good song. Good. It's like a the- great song. It's, it's so catchy. It's like, mm-hmm. this guy was so talented and he was just like, yeah, in a probably an apartment somewhere, just making beats for very few audience to like Mm -hmm. suddenly everyone had like it's like it gives people the chance to like if you're good if you make something catchy like you have an opportunity i would argue that little loss was the one who made the the music industry take it seriously because i I think think too if like the thing is is what tiktok is and how it lets you use copyrighted music like anywhere and everywhere is like nothing since MySpace, like early 2000s. Like Mm -hmm. you're not allowed to do that. Like they shut you down. But the thing is, is that it's advantageous, advantageous (laughs) of these production companies. I mean, these like audio companies to have their their audio on there because it blows up. It's just more that it needs to be properly credited. Like there is, it's wild. To me after Lil Nas, like when like viral and like all this stuff started happening, I started hearing more and more artists put their stuff on TikTok, mm-hmm. like allow it. And so I'm not really sure about the rules on the music and TikTok. I'll be real honest. I, I, I also think it's kind of crazy that they allow copyrighted music, but I have to assume there's some kind of agreement between the artist and TikTok that it's okay. Well, okay. So I feel, I don't know, don't quote me on this. I don't know hundred percent sure, but I think it's also connected to Spotify because songs that go trend. Well, no, maybe not. No, they, there's no, no direct not. connection. Cause I think- like, because the way I, the reason I say that is because our company released an album on Spotify and it's on TikTok now under our name. And I don't that, that's the only way I can think of. Mm-hmm. We'll have to do some more research into like yeah. the why. I know but- 
I know that like artists can connect their songs and like make it the official one. Like Ali and AJ created a TikTok because their song, uh, what is that song called? No idea. Oh, that one uh, potential breakup song went viral on TikTok uh, this time last year. And so they made their own TikTok and on it, they had the official Allie and AJ version of that. Uh. And like, if you like, cause that's the thing is like, if you don't have music TikTok, you have like your, you've got like your uh, posted videos, your liked videos, and then your drafts. But if you're an artist, there's one extra like option and that's music. So like, if you swipe left to go back, you'll hit the artists music and there's like a whole list of it. Yeah. Also, a lot of musicians are on now on TikTok. Oh, Um, yeah. If you're not and you're a musician, it's like way to like not play to like what the what the masses are just gravitating to. Because as soon as you hear a TikTok song you like, you immediately are like, what song is that? I need it. Like put it on Spotify, Apple Music, whatever you use. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's also TikTok is so powerful. If you have a copyrighted song on there, it's going to immediately attach it to its proper source. Like it will have a single thing that says contains music from X, Y, Z, whatever it is. Um, and if the artist doesn't want uh, on there, it will immediately just mute the sound on it. I know that because it happened to me where it took the song and the even the voiceover just completely out, just completely muted it. Mm hmm. So one thing I was going to say is like when we're talking about music, it's also really interesting to see the relationship between TikTok TikTok and the artist, (laughs) because it's not just the artist posting their stuff on TikTok, but it's the artist seeing what their stuff is being attached to. Like there's this Mm -hmm. artist called uh, Ricky Montgomery. You might know him from uh, Mr. Loverman, uh, which is this really cute, sad song. Like I'm Mr. Loverman. I miss my lover man. And it's just like this really heart wrenching song. Uh, The anime TikTok got a hold of it. And connected it to banana fish. And every fucking TikTok was about banana fish. And he started making TikToks That's why Sarah was there. That's why Sarah was there. Yeah, that was why I was there. He was like, this man has his TikTok. And he goes, what the fuck is banana fish? And basically the internet bullied him into watching banana fish. And now he does like reaction videos to his song sometimes. And he's like, why is my song on the shoes? Oh, it's you're remaking the shoes from Banana Fish. And it's just like this whole thing. And it's like seeing that relationship because it's not just with him. He's just kind of like the one that comes to mind first. But like little Nas, his relationship with TikTok and the artists who create on there, he's constantly reposting them. He's constantly liking, he's commenting. And like, that's also part of the reason. It's one of those things that break down that barrier just a little bit more between the artist and the consumer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's wild. I think it's really cool. It's just like, I haven't... It's new, you know what I mean? Like that type of ability to do it in a way that the artists are like actually interested in. You know what I mean? (laughs) Um, With that, do you have any more or should we continue? Um, I was going to pass it back to you, Stephanie, because I got a lot more, but I figure like, let's go to, I want to hear about the snail. We can talk to, about. we can make a whole podcast just about TikTok. (laughs) I know. Oh, yeah. (laughs) All right. All right. Uh, What's trending right now, it happened right after Berries and Cream. So once Berries and Cream kind of wrapped up, the new uh, TikTok favorite is the Immortal Snail. Now, in 2014, (laughs) sorry. Yeah. In 2014, Gavin Free of the Rooster Teeth podcast came up with a scenario in where you get $10 million, but you have a snail actively chasing you. And if it touches you, you die. Uh, in the podcast, it was also discussed that both you and the snail could be immortal. Um, over time, 
that meme kind of faded, it was whatever. But then in 2017, it was a meme all over again because somebody had posted on Reddit. Um, once again, huge meme, huge uh, scenarios about this <laughs> immortal evil snail. Well, I guess this snail's not evil, but whatever. Again, it faded away. Um, from a few articles that I could un like read, uh, this year of 2021, it reappeared because of a user, Ben J. Handy, uh, who referenced the Reddit post. He didn't know about its original origins of Rooster Teeth. Uh, he was like, hey, here's a scenario. I didn't get to comment on it back then, so this is what I would do. And it kind of blew up from there. Now, everyone is making these like, dramatic uh, dramatic videos of snails chasing them sometimes a snail wins sometimes a snail dies there's amazing art also this one song by the way and i can't remember it's like a christmas song too, yes. which is wild everyone has decided a christmas song is the theme song to the snail scenario um and it is all over the place right now. And it just like, once again, it doesn't matter what side of TikTok you're on. It's one of those that you just get randomly. It literally hit overnight. That's the thing. Yeah. It's like it went, well, I feel like there was a little bit there, like a week where it wasn't berries and cream, but it wasn't snail talk. It was this weird amalgamation of all of the current TikTok audios that were trending. And oh, it no, was just, table. yeah, it was like all of those. <laughs> it was like, and berries and cream. It was just in good soup. It was wild. Um, but the song, I'm trying to figure it out. But yeah, so it's it just came overnight and all these people are like, what the fuck's going on? But like my favorite snail video is, you want to know what it is? Sure. Is the ones where it's like, it's, because the thing is, is you're immortal and so is the snail. Yeah. And it's the sad videos of the people being like, oh, I'm ready to meet death. And they're like going to see the snail and be like, come on, friend. It's like, it's like, what it's the fuck? Time. It's time. No, there's so many it's like so that. It's so good. And it's so good. It's just like these dramatic, like green screen backgrounds, like costumes, makeup of, oh, the snail. One day. It's like, I'm, I'm ready to meet you. So, so from oh, what friend. I'm seeing is that it was, okay, the immediate like idiotic question mm -hmm. um, on the Rooster Teeth podcast that you know became the million dollars but right that was in there too and then got on reddit where people actually tried to answer this they're like this is a fantastic question if me and a snail are both immortal and it's going at the snail's pace but it's always following me mm -hmm. like how do i do it to tiktok that's like let's make movies out of this <laughs> basically <laughs> Let's 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 show this in action. They're so cinematic. There's so many cinematic ones too. It's like wild. But my favorite, my favorite one that just happened to pop on my for you page today was a girl who just like signed her contract. Like it's like a cottagecore girl. She's really cute. Has a cute little dress. Signs the contract. Goes outside and goes, oh, a snail, and then touches it and then immediately dies. Oh, I saw that where she goes. I'm just don't remember. I just don't remember. <laughs> Yeah, it's yeah. Oh, they're so good. I also love the ones where it's like uh the snail is friends with you and mm -hmm. you both have an agreement. Like there was this one of uh it says me killing my my 20th husband, and it's this girl like pretending to smother a man with a pillow, and then it swaps <laughs> over to like an animated snail just standing there. It's like the snail watching me. <laughs> <laughs> they're so good. The snail talk no. is a great. 
Also, my favorite ones that look like it has nothing to do with the snail. Like they're telling, like reenacting, like a very dramatic thing that happened to them, and then they die suddenly, and there's just a snail. There. Yes, <laughs> like this it's, is so stupid. So, Ashley, are you on snail talk at all, or does this all just sound foreign? I, well, I've seen some of them, but I'm not really. I didn't really dive deep into the snail talk. I'll be real honest, but it does. Now that I now that I'm looking at, it, I'm like, this is hilarious. I so just, I, yeah, I found the song, and it's. Happy Xmas, war is over. And the lyrics that it goes to is, so this is Christmas, and what have we done? Another year over, a new one just begun. And it's like that bit of that song, just looping as this snail kills people. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also want to say a few things like what happened afterwards, because well, it's still kind of trendy. It's kind of a little dying off now. Um, the company, uh, I'm not sure if you've heard of it, Brewster Teeth, mm. has released a few TikToks referencing yeah, the meme. Let's- Who's Rooster Teeth? <laughs> <laughs> they released a few TikToks referencing the meme, and the originator of the TikTok, uh, sorry, the meme, Gavin Free, he had released a tweet that just said, you're welcome, internet, with a snail emoji. So he, the originator knows about the meme. Um, <laughs> I know that some of you might hate me for saying this. I actually talked to Gavin about this yesterday, because I was like, <laughs> how do you feel about the snail talk and it being your thing? He goes... Uh, it's he says it's probably the thing I am most famous for, but people don't know it's me because those who don't know Gavin is also slow mo guys and does this and does that like he's definitely a person who is a little mm. bit everywhere, mm-hmm. and he's like yeah my favorite is uh, his girlfriend Meg Turney is pissed apparently and she keeps making TikTok <laughs> she being TikTok like about it too. she goes yeah. this is my boyfriend and she goes usually I don't give a shit but I'm fucking this guy and I say we need to pay attention and it's Gavin's and I'm just like Meg and <laughs> I so ask Gavin fun. about it and he goes yeah she's pissed <laughs> <laughs> that's adorable why would I be mad about that I love that I didn't know you talked to him about oh, it oh yeah I did I was like what do you think because I'd seen Meg's TikTok while I was like at work, and I was like, I'm gonna ask Gavin. So, <laughs> yeah, disclaimer, we know. Yeah, we, we know, we know what we're saying. <laughs> disclaimer, we work there. This is where you're probably seeing that podcast. <laughs> disclaimer, that's why the podcast didn't get filmed for two hours today because I had to drive Gavin to his house to get the right PS4. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Sarah, it's back to you. <laughs> um, okay. So, as I said, I'm on Book Talk. And mm-hmm. we've mentioned it before with our episode about uh, Ice Planet Barbarians and Court of Thorns and Roses, but in a very similar way that Ashley's talking about music and how it blows shit up, Book Talk is very similar. Like, they, and it's really interesting to see the publishing houses also exist. Like, Penguin has such an incredible TikTok. It is probably mm-hmm. like the foundation of book talk is an actual publishing house and the girl who runs that. But the way she does it is she understands it so well. Or these there's these two teen girls who run a Barnes and Noble TikTok from like Illinois. Again, supreme TikTok content and they do so well and they're just doing it. They're teenagers who are working at Barnes and Noble. Like they're like, they're not professional social media people, but like you see them in the TikTok tags all the time. Um, But a big thing is, is that like universally TikTok will like latch onto books. Um, More specifically, I'm going to talk about smut talk because that's kind of like a subset of of TikTok. Um, But like it's it's so interesting for like one to see how it impacts Kindle Unlimited, because Kindle Unlimited is something that you pay monthly for Mm -hmm. and you can very easily see how things are ranking. It's like YouTube almost like you can be like, okay, what are people reading this week? And you'll see what's downloaded, what's clicked on. And like, 
there has been, what are the three that I'm thinking of? Um, we talked about it. Ice Planet Barbarians was kind of like the big first one. That was um, a fun episode. Then, Go watch it. It was a fun episode. Then um, there's just one I mentioned before, and it's a, a Minotaur milking book. Uh, and that one reached the tops really quickly. Um, I would say like <laughs> Katie Robertson's books, they constantly are going up there. Uh, there's a book that I have not read on principle, uh, but is, oh yeah, no, it's going around. It's about a girl having a relationship with her stepfather and stepbrother. And it's like, it's at, it's at Barnes and Noble. I see it everywhere. And I'm like, what is, why is this everywhere? I was like, I, I have concerns. And it's like on the book talk table at Barnes and Noble. And I was like, somebody's gonna actually pick that up and they don't know what's going on. It's like this book called Credence. Somebody's probably read it and they're like, that's not what it's about. But I'm like, I've gotten, I've seen, I've heard enough that that sounds pretty much like what it's about. There's no uh, uh, maybes there. So. Well, the thing is, if it's blowing up, then the, the people like it, but you're also like, why do they like, what? It's the forbidden. Like, I think a lot of people like the smut talk and tick and book talk, like a lot of them really enjoy the forbidden concepts and they like reading about them. And like, may that be enemies to lovers, bad guys, maybe something like the, uh, it's funny because my roommate, she moved, she's not my roommate anymore, but my friend Kaylee, <laughs> um, she was reading Katie Robinson's, uh evil villain series basically mm-hmm. she rewrote all of the uh disney super villains as main characters that get the girl um or in yeah yeah no the first one is about jasmine and jafar and the second one is about hades and hercules um yeah so it's like that's also <laughs> katie robinson she blows up she also is the one who uh, wrote neon gods which is a hades and persephone story the hades and persephone story yeah mm-hmm. and um but, Excuse uh, me, I'm ordering gonna some look it up right now. Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> it, was, it was so funny because my roommate, she was trying to Kaylee, she moved. Fuck, uh, she was like, "Hey, I need some books to read. Do you have any recommendations?" Because I always come to her with my smut talk uh, recommendations because she doesn't, um, she's not on TikTok, so I just come to her with them. Uh, and I was like, oh, Katie Robinson, like, if you like Neon Gods, you should look into her other stuff. And she goes, okay, let me give Neon Gods a try. She tried it. She liked it. And then she sends me a text because we share an Amazon unlimited account because it makes sense. Um, she texts me and she goes, I owe you $41. And I was like, what? She goes, I bought all of her books. (laughs) 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 But, um, what I was going to say about that is the forbidden romance. Um, apparently like she, she comes uh, this is she's so sweet and innocent and she doesn't know anything and I love her to death but she goes I, she's like starts to read it and she looks at me she goes what's non-consensual acts and I go oh why do, what and she goes yeah it says it on the it, she says it's it's no it was consensual non-consensual which she was like what the fuck does this mean and I was like that is people who are attracted to like scenarios where it is non-consensual, but it is consensual and agreed upon beforehand. And I had to explain it to her. And I was like, what the fuck? But like, that's again, an example of the people who like the forbidden. It is a thing, it's there. Book talk is feeding into it. Um, yeah. The only, the only thing I had with that is it's like the, like, all right, let's be real. There's a lot of like step, like whatever step, Porn. And porn siblings yeah. and siblings. Yeah. You just throw on like screwing my sister and it gets more views on like Pornhub. So I guess book talk is like they're like, all right, publishers are like, okay, we can do it too. Yeah. 
it's it's so interesting and it's always That's interesting wild. to see what like picks up or what doesn't like there's a girl who's i would argue her book reviews weren't huge but she made one tiktok about hank green's an unremarkable thing um, which is a great book series. I highly recommend it. It's a really good uh, take on social media and how it affects people. Should read it if you watch this podcast. It's just good. Uh, but she made this review saying it's one of her, the best books she's ever read in her entire life. And because she was a viewer, people are like, wow. And it went viral because she was talking about Hank Green. And it sold out his book everywhere. Everywhere. You couldn't get it on Barnes & Noble. You couldn't get it on his own website. Like, it was a thing. And he goes, thank you? What the fuck? Um... And from that, that girl got bigger and she gave another book a bad review. She gave the book series Crave, which is a trilogy, a bad review. And the fucking publishing house sent her, oh, I'm so sorry. You should give it another shot. Here's the whole series and a specialty promotion box. And she goes, well, I guess I'm going to fucking read it now. And she was like, you know what? You're right. I shouldn't have given it. Second book makes it way better. And it's just like the power of TikTok and the publisher's understanding it it's it's so good I, I i and you see it in there talking because as i said penguin has a big thing and everything like that so it's it's really interesting so that's awesome yeah i want to start a tiktok series where i just review time travel movies because i feel like that's the only thing i know about i'll give and you that tiktok that way- login yeah ot3 yeah. No, I want to do this on my own. Oh, okay. oh you don't want to do it for OT3? Oh. No, I do want to do TikToks for OT3, but I want them to be OT3 related. Mm. Um, so I know we're almost at time, so I'll make my last little piece pretty short. So there's an artist named Lyle Cam, who, um, and his song is Unlove, which is pretty popular. And I didn't think I knew what that was, but I researched it and I was like, oh, I've heard this song. So this is one of my favorite stories. This guy wasn't a mainstream artist at all, but he just really wanted to write a song because he was heartbroken. That's the story. He puts it on TikTok and now it's huge. Like that's, I think just such a fascinating story. Like it's so like, Oh my God, that's real. (laughs) It's real. Um, Okay. And then the last thing is just because like we were talking about how TikTok is just like the internet, like refinding itself. Like, who am I really? Um, <laughs> I just can't get over how many older songs become massive trending TikToks. Mm-hmm. And the one that just keeps coming back to me is the fact that like, and there are remixes, but Flo Rida and T-Pain's Low. Yup. I am just like, it's everywhere. I'm like, can we not get away from the apple bottom jeans? No, apple bottom jeans are back. <laughs> I feel like that song's going to haunt us beyond our graves. Like it's always going to come back and just trend for no reason. I'm going to leave you with a really fun story about this. Um, so back in college, uh, there was a school next to the University of Texas that um, taught English to people like it wasn't with the university, but like they basically were an English teaching school to foreigners. And I just decided to volunteer there. So I heard about an opportunity where I would just go and just casually have conversations with people like for a couple hours every week. And I had a group of, uh, my Koreans from South Korea and they were like, so sweet. They're still my friends today. We're still friends on Instagram, <laughs> but like, at, at, at that time, low was one of the top hits <laughs> from Flo Red and T-Pain. And they were actually, they had some questions about what the lyrics meant. (laughs) So I actually went through line by line and was like, okay, (laughs) we're going to (laughs) do 
low. <laughs> Shodi had them apple bottom jeans. Apple bottom jeans means she had a big butt. Like, no, it doesn't. There's a brand. There's a brand, but they yeah. come with the apple bottom. Like, yeah. Like I was having to explain what apple bottom jeans meant. And then boots with the fur. I mean, that oh, makes sense. Yeah, very The 2000s. whole club was looking at her because sh- she was good looking. The whole club's looking at her. Like, they're like, why mm-hmm. are they looking? Um, she hit the floor. And they were like, did she hit the floor? Like, like in, in, to them, it was like, what does this mean? No, no, no. She hit, like, she's going on, like, she's dancing on the dance floor. What I'm Next learning thing is know, I've misinterpreted that lyric as well. I thought it was more like, she's getting low. Yeah, well, she's like dancing. Yeah. And then Shodi got low, 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 low. You know, she's dancing low. And I remember like I went through the entire song because it was just so big. And they were like, we like this song. We just don't know what the the lyrics mean. And so and then I saw it was huge on TikTok. And I was like, again, (laughs) you come back to me. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, old friend. Anyway. It's been a while. (laughs) Ashley, when you mention that. Oh, wait, finish your thing. I just I just it's one of those things. I just like I'm like, it's just this is who this is. This is who I am. I'll never was, get away from low. No, I was going to say I recently. So viral tick viral hits is a playlist on Spotify and it always has like what's going on on TikTok right now. The top in the top three, we have somebody's watching me from Rockwell. Uh, Let's groove earth, wind and fire. Yeah. Earth, wind and fire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like it's exactly what you said. Like teenagers, teenagers is big right now. Uh because there's this really good meme about like teenagers scare the living. And it's just like moments when people are scared by teenagers, which is always. Um, yes. Yep. But it's also wild because like there was a bark, a backyardians uh, song that just randomly went viral into the thick uh, of it. <laughs> One of my favorites though. Uh-huh. And maybe this is another discussion at another time. I freaking love remixes. And then all the like, TikToks that come out of it. Like my favorite is WAP, Phantom of the Opera. <gasps> like so it's so good. Did you guys, oh, did I send you, oh, did I, mm, did you guys see the TikTok? <laughs> did you guys see the TikTok of uh, Andrew Lloyd Webber DJing the Phantom of the Opera opening night when it was back on Broadway? Cause they had him DJing and he remixed all the songs as EDM songs. Dude, and it's just I need the that. original writer of Phantom of the Opera, like being like an old man with headphones on, just like fucking jamming. And it's just like, what the fuck is going on? And it was so incredible and I loved it so much. I love that. That's amazing. <sighs> okay, with that, uh, What's your favorite TikTok? What is your favorite TikTok trend? What side of TikTok are you on? Let us know. OT3 podcast on all the social media sites. Um, And with that, um, thank you so much. And we'll see you next week. Yes, thank you. And everybody tell Jaron thank you. Because he's he's a rock. And we really appreciate him. Yes. This is our, we love Jaron part of the OT3 podcast. But we also love you guys. Yeah, we love you guys too. Good soup. Good soup. Good soup. Good soup. <laughs> <laughs>